What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. Ladies and gents, this is your girl, Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast. We are here with season four. And as you guys know, we are still focusing on the retail industry. As you guys know, we do not have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. So let's get into it. Today, we have a... You like that, huh? Look, I saw that. You liked it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No, I really do like the fact that you say a conversation. It is. It's just a conversation. We're just going to vibe. We're going to have a good time. The interview song, so. Woo. I know, right? That's why I got to be careful when I reach out to people. I'm like, I don't really want to say interview because it, it's like so formal. It's just a conversation. Okay. <laughs> I'm down for a conversation. <laughs> so as you guys know, we do not have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. So let's go ahead and get into it. As you guys know, we always start off with an icebreaker. Today, we have Karen Spencer with us. She is the owner of KJJ Gold Lux. Did I say it? Did I say it? Did I miss it? Did I say it? (laughs) You're right. You're right. It's a whole mouthful. (laughs) And we are super excited to have her on. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to go ahead and get to the icebreakers. What does a day in the life of Karen consist of? Ooh, that depends on the day. <laughs> um, so the day consists of, I'm, I'm a mom first, and um, they're grown kids, young adults or adults, should I say. Um, the adults. <laughs> so, um, it's nothing fancy. I wake up, I do my prayers. I'm a Christian girl and, um, breakfast, you know, the regular thing. And then I'm always on the computer or trying to figure out, um, different ways to promote my business, different ways to, um, formulate and reformulate what I have and stuff like that, make products and uh, advertising. That's mostly what I do because I don't have a nine to five at the moment. I, um, just before the pandemic, I got hurt on my regular job. So I'm home for now, but this is good. It's, it's, it's been a blessing. So good. And I can't wait to get into that story. I can't wait to get into the story. Like you just transition to the genuine conversation. But how I usually started off is who is the guest? So for you, who is Karen? Wow. Just a Jamaican girl (laughs) living in New York, living my best life. Come on, best life. My best blessed life. Yeah, mom of two and a business owner. That's me. I love it so much. (laughs) As you mentioned, um, as far as the transition, because we talked about it a little bit before we started recording, you quit your job right before the pandemic. And then what was your thought? Well, not quit. You said you got injured, right? So what was the thought process when you couldn't work anymore? Like, 
what do I do next? Like, what was your mental at that point? Ooh, I think I was losing my brain cells daily mm-hmm. because um, I was not on that job for a long period of time before I got hurt. Mm-hmm. It was only a couple of months. And prior to that, you know, because of illness, I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And um, I was excited. I was happy, overjoyed to be back in the workforce. I have my stuff that I make for myself. I never I never thought of doing it um, full time. And it was nagging at me, not like, like getting at me, getting at me. And I, I was like disobedient. Mm-hmm. because not listening to the inner voice mm. and I keep putting it off because I've been thinking of it for years and I never did it. And the, it's, it seems like a blessing in disguise when I got hurt at work, I had nothing else to focus on and I had to try to focus on something else. And I just said, I think it's time. So I just dive right in. And that's how I started. So that's so good that she mentioned that because I still have my journal to this day, how I started the podcast, (laughs) right? When you were in that moment of like writing and journaling and praying, was it a situation where you were like, I'm lost, help me get here, or I have a feeling of what I need to do? Because you mentioned your inner voice was telling you, okay, this is where you need to go. What did that look like for you to move forward with KJJ Gold Looks? Um, I was, it was more of me stressing, but for the wrong reasons. Mm. Like, like I said, being disobedient because in my head, I was like, I mean, yes, I use the stuff for me. I use the stuff in my house, but nobody will want it. I don't know. Or will it work? That was like a fear. So getting injured that time kind of pushed me towards like, hey, wake up. You can, there's other stuff you could do. I couldn't physically go to um, the location anymore because of my injury. And I have my children with me that could help me if I need help, you know, because I, my hand got hurt. Mm-hmm. And I ended up having surgery. So it's, so I have them and they can help me if I need to pick up stuff. And, and, but the hard headed me that say I could do everything by myself mm. was um just, you know, fighting against what I know I can do. Mm-hmm. So, but I have um my prayer box. And I usually write and put stuff in my prayer box. And one day I was like, one night I couldn't sleep. I was up to like five, six in the morning, still not sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, let me just write. Mm -hmm. There are times when I write, put, so when my prior request is, you know, it comes through, like God blessed me with what was on my heart. I usually take that paper out. Mm-hmm. So when I went to put that in, I know I said, wait, I have not taken out anything for a while. Like, what's going on? So it's like an epiphany or a light bulb or something that went off. 
I was looking in and I noticed something and I said, wait, this was not supposed to be in there because it actually happened. Like, do you like give me the, how do I say it? Like, what, what is it that you would like to do that would make you happy? That would make you content mm-hmm. without being overly worried? Mm-hmm. Like joy. I was working on joy. And I was like, wait. The inner voice, like I was getting my answer already. It was still in my box. Like it didn't need to be in there because this was my, in, that the joy that I was seeking, the, you know, something that doesn't stress me to the point of, ugh. Mm-hmm. was this I'm like I took it out and I prayed I wrote something else and I put the one that I just wrote in mm-hmm. and that's how it started to like I said unravel maybe step by step by step and the next day I got up and I ordered a bunch of stuff that I needed to start and that's that's it. that's how it is. That's it's been since that day until now. Wow. So like you mentioned with the light bulb, because I, I was definitely it was like a tip of my tongue. I was going to ask you <laughs> when it comes to releasing that control, because I know for me, I'm used to being in corporate because it's a safety net. So I had to release that control of. Me just going with the flow and just being faithful to what God called me to do, right? So for you, as you mentioned, was that a light bulb effect of releasing control when you saw my this prayer has already been answered? Yeah, like if you had asked me if I, that prayer is answered, I would have like, no. <laughs> no, for real. But when you think about it, there are certain things that your prayers are answered, but you're not paying attention to know it's there. It's been answered and you keep, you keep asking, but you already have the answer is just for you to focus. Like, wait, think about it. So that light bulb, I mean, I think it went off at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. So it was just the right time. It was a time that I needed to sit, be quiet, be focused because I'm, I'm like a night person. I'm more Night is like I'm more wide awake. I'm more um, I could do I could do more at night, so I focus more. And that was one of the times when you know, like being up all night, the wheels are spinning, worried about the wrong things, mm-hmm. and then it was. It's always for me. It's always prior. It's always going seeking God. It's always that's always my my peace, you know? So it was a, it was a perfect time. Beautiful. And so at this point, what type of products were you making at home? Cause you mentioned you were already doing things for yourself and your household. What type of products were you already making? Um, like I, I made soap for myself. I made, um, body butters, the hair stuff for my hair and um have my hair oil and stuff like that just little stuff because i have like the list of my allergies Mm. i can't mention it we'll need a whole day (laughs) so me having me have it it started like the push to do it was not for the masses was more for me because i have 
sensitivity um to coconut so i can't use like the regular stuff and most of the stuff out there to put in my hair you know stuff like that it's it was a lot for me and i used to buy this thing from avon that trust me used to work on my skin so bad this crazy dry skin that i have mm-hmm. and after a few years it was just not working not working so I try to find a way and for me first. And then I had um, family members that my children use the lotions and stuff Mm -hmm. and my sister-in-law and my ex-sister-in-law, which is still in my head, my Mm -hmm. sister-in-law. But told me that, go ahead, buy. um, I would like to order. Like my first big order was from my son's aunt. And she said, you can do this, you know, because no matter how confident you think you are with doing something, sometimes there's just this little extra push. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you could do this. And I was like, yeah, I'm just trying. And she's like, no, this is my order. Get a pen. Before the website, before any of that. She, yeah, she was like get a pen, get a paper. This is what I need. This is what I was like. Okay. This (laughs) This is real. (laughs) And that was a big order. That was a huge order. And then my sister-in-law said the same thing. Said like, Oh, the stuff you made for Nini, can I get some? Like, okay. So yeah. And then after that, I did the website and open Instagram. Wow. That was not the social butterfly. Because <laughs> we're going to get into that too. But before we get into that, I want to ask you, you, of course, were making it for family. You were, of course, making it for your friends. And now that you have a website, it's like, now I'm putting my brand out there. What was the research to figure out, you know, what I can put in my products now versus what I can't put in my products? Is this going to be for everybody? I know my people like it, but now I got to make sure other people like it. What did that research look like? Oh, a lot of sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights. And, um, oh, you don't want to see my books. I write and write and do notes until covers are ripped off, things like that. It's, but I, I have my original book that I originally have my very first recipe. And the fact that that book is like a five by seven, because in my head, I thought that's what I need, but I graduated to bigger books now, but <laughs> I understand. I understand. that little book was that I still have it with my very first recipe. And, um, what I wanted to do was to make stuff that has um, that does the job with the least amount of, um, I didn't want to have all these chemicals in the stuff that I make. And then I wanted to have the least amount of ingredients with the most effective, if, you know, to be most effective with something that is not crazy over. I've researched a lot and there are certain things that I found out that, oh, but I could do without that. Mm. and then it still works mm-hmm. so it was a lot of sleepless nights my children will tell you mommy don't sleep <laughs> 
So how does how did that look like with you balancing? Like mentioned, you do have a family, and then of course you're a formula. Like you formulate your own stuff. Sounds like you have your recipe book. You have the different things and products that you're curating. How does that look? What does that look like to balance your business and also the family? Um, it works because mainly because my children are much older. They are in their 20s, early 20s. So it's their, my daughter's a teacher, my son, he's in college. So they are doing their individual thing, Mm -hmm. even though we are still a family unit. Mm -hmm. But it, I think it's, it's easier because they're older, maybe. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I don't pay attention to them, but they don't require as much as younger Mm -hmm. children. Mm-hmm. So I think it balances. They I annoy them with <laughs> my stuff because like I'm um, trying this new scent. Can you like smell it? Tell me if you like it. My daughter, she gets most of me saying, Oh, can you tell me if you like this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> More than my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um they're very helpful and I am blessed. I really am blessed. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So within your journey, what is one elevation moment where you can say, even though I started here, I know I'm like at this next place in my life with all the research that you've done. And you can go back and say, okay, that research was for a reason. Mm, Wow. Um. I could think of a whole bunch, but a specific thing happened um, a couple of days ago where my um, a customer of mine, she sent me some before and after. She has eczema and she sent me the before and after with the eczema soap. And um, I, I was looking, I was like, wow. It's like validation to me. And then, like you said, you know, elevation, because it makes me, it makes me think like, okay, the moments when you're down to thinking like, maybe check your thing today, there's no order, you maybe have checked it, you know, stuff like that, that will maybe get you down. When I looked at that, I was like, okay, the purpose is being fulfilled, like, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to, it reminded me about, you know, not to stress about certain things or not to worry per se, because if I don't sell to 10 million people and I'm selling to one person that it's effective, it's helping, it's working, mm-hmm. that that's comfort. Mm-hmm. That's making me think like, okay you are reaching who you're supposed to reach or you're helping the person you're supposed to help. So that That is a nugget. That is a nugget. I need for you as far as part B to that, explain why that is so important because people miss that. So many people, we were talking about that earlier. When you go to social media, it's all about the money, chasing the bag, this, 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 and that. And it's like, where do we go towards the fulfillment of what we're doing in life? If we're chasing the bag all the time, we're going to get tired because the bag doesn't look consistent for entrepreneurs. Yeah. 
So to understand that I'm really hitting that one person and they're telling me this has improved this for me. My eczema is clearing up. Um, my My bumps and my acne is now going away. Why would you say that's so important to you? Um, that's important because to have to have a, a thing and that thing is effective mm-hmm. and it it helps someone, it is better um just to know, just to know that it's working for someone, it's helping them. Mm-hmm. It's not like chasing the bag, I'm never about chasing the bag because first of all, my bag is always with me. <laughs> My bag don't run from me, lady. No, no, no. My bag is always with me. It may be a little today and a lot tomorrow, but the bag stays. <laughs> I'm not chasing the bag. Maybe because um, I have humble beginnings mm-hmm. growing up. I was raised in Jamaica. I was raised with you. Um, you don't require, like, you don't need you know, the the need is better than a want Mm -hmm. and you don't have to have this humongous amount of things for you to be happy or for you to make it in life or for you to have a purpose. Mm -hmm. So maybe that is one of the things that helped me to not, because when you go on with social media, you will see stuff where People have this humongous amount of boxes. I'm sending out this many boxes. But if you pay attention to that, you may lose what you, why you're doing what you're doing. And I don't ever want to be the girl that look at it and is like, why is that not me? No, because what's for me, I know it's for me. And what's for them is for them. And I can't have their stuff. I have to have my stuff. My blessing has to be me. So I'm staying in my lane with my blessing. And as long as I focus on the blessing that is for me, then, you know, all that would would just, it wouldn't, you know, wouldn't phase. Mm-hmm. So from humble beginnings and growing up watching my mom working so hard, nine kids, that lady blessed. <laughs> No, I couldn't. I couldn't. She is. I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't. I don't know. The Lord touched her some kind of way because, baby, that's nine babies. And she worked like she worked hard. Mm-hmm. And just seeing her work ethic and stuff like that and see that you work for what, you know, you work and the joy, the stuff that she got joy from, I used to pay attention, like close attention. Mm-hmm. I was one of them that was like this. Mm-hmm. My mom. Yeah. Like everywhere she goes, I want to be there. I want to, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that helps me a lot. Humble beginnings does. That's just beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so now we're going to get into the storytelling portion of the podcast. You ready? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> So this is to me my favorite part because I feel like people always learn more about the guest and a lot of resources are really pretty much given during this time. So what is one high you can say you received either through life, business, whatever that means to you, where you can pat yourself on the back and like, Karen, you did that. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, how do I pick? I've been blessed. I've been blessed. Believe me when I say I've been blessed. I love it. It's wow. How do you choose? How do you choose? Well, okay, I'm gonna give you two kind of. Um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was 19. I had her when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And Lord, when you're a teenager and you're in that situation, you was like, my mom was not near me. My mom was in Jamaica and I was living here. It was tough. Mm-hmm. I had high risk pregnancy and I, in my head, I'm dying. I'm not living. I'm, I'm going to die mm-hmm. because the doctors were um, telling me, um, sorry, you want to pass? The doctors were telling me, oh, you have... The baby has issues and stuff like that and had me scared out of my brain. And if I had listened to them, maybe she would not be here if I had listened to them. And it's the same goes for my son, where the doctors were telling me, oh, you're sick. You can't do this. Um, Not to have the baby. I was like, no, there's no way you're going to. I mean, twice. You can't tell me the same, like, the same thing twice. And when I was in those moments, I honestly didn't think I would make it. When when I had my daughter, I was relieved. I was like, whew. I went through um, postpartum depression because I couldn't touch her. Mm -hmm. I was scared to touch her because in my head, I'm going to hurt her. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been around babies all my life, family members, and... Mm -hmm. When it came to mine, I wasn't able, like, but I did overcome that. And then it sent me, had with my son, pregnant with my son, it sent me back into that same spot again because of my illness. And they were telling me all these stuff that I was not with. So prayer, help, and always help. And the first time around was not as bad as the second time around. And <laughs> that one had me a whole different level of bed rest, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And while you go, when I was going through it, I, I didn't see, I couldn't see beyond the moments of going through it mm-hmm. and to, and to see him be uh 20, about to be 21. Right. Like what? Mm. I did I, I did and I overcome all the stuff that happened in between. I can say that um holding on to my faith, mm. staying true to my belief, mm-hmm. that helped and those are monumental <laughs> stuff that because there's a lot when I think about a lot of women that get pregnant and don't have, you know, it, the baby, lose the baby or stuff like that. It, it, I could feel for them. Mm-hmm. And then when I turn and look like I, how close I came to having a miscarriage with my son mm-hmm. and the bed rest and my feet in the air, the pillows, everything, the thing where they put you with your feet up so you don't, and you can't go anywhere. You can't do nothing. Bed rest for seven whole months. It's 
it humbles you in a way. And then it made me think of, you know, the, the fact that I'm blessed, like over, sometimes I say I'm over blessed mm-hmm. because he's here. He's a pain in my butt, but he's here. So <laughs> I, I honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. So those two, those are two of the main ones that I could share. Uh, I have a whole lot, but that's a lot. That's a lot. But those, <laughs> those two, no, for real. That's those sweet. two are like up, up here. Mm-hmm. So I was silently going through it and not saying anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the bigger things that made it harder. Because when you're going through stuff, sometimes it's good to have someone to lean on or talk to no judgment zone you know judgment free zone the someone that the shoulder so and both times I didn't have my mom close to me Mm -hmm. so it felt extra hard I was thinking if she was with me it would have been because she's living in Jamaica and I'm living here Mm -hmm. it was crazy but I got through it and I could feel her prayers from where she is and be the praying mama Mm. and the prayer warriors mm. oh yeah i'm a pk so <laughs> yes. come on pk all right so on the other end of the spectrum what would you say would be a low moment and let's do business because you share something really really personal um for the high moment and i appreciate that too as well um, let's do a low moment to where you question, should I continue with K- KJJ Gold Looks? Or is this what I'm really supposed to be doing, Lord? I feel like I'm not getting to where I need to be. If that may be marketing, if that may be advertisement or finding my target market, whatever that looks like. What was that low moment that made you question? Should you push forward? And how did you push forward? Because, of course, we're, we're here talking about your business today. And so go ahead and explain that to us. Um, one low moment was me making a huge batch of soap. And <laughs> what happened? Let me, let me tell you when when you make when you're making stuff and you have your formula and you think it's down and everything is good and you spend this much money to make a batch. And trust me, when the entire I doubled what I was going to make at the last minute mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the thing just look like rocks in front of me like a big glop of rock in front of me and there's nothing like I'm like how do I fix this I, <laughs> what was I supposed so, to be? <laughs> no, I was no I was making soap like I was making soap <laughs> but then there's this thing that you um you know how you get overly confident, like I've been doing it and I know I could do it, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's some fragrances that accelerate the <laughs> the process that, that <laughs> speed up the process. And usually I test, like make small, you know, you make a small amount, mm-hmm. but me, I was like, I'm making a big one because, and it's the first day I was using that actual scent in soap in the soap <laughs> and I tell you I had to flip it I had to cook it in a big crock pot 
and that was mine, just me using it not to be sold. So that whole, for a second, I was like, I can't do this. No, I literally, I cried. I literally cried because I said, I cannot do this. Oh I can't, I can't do this because everything that I did is, it's gone. I mean, I've done research. I've know. I know that this can happen. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of test batching a small amount. Right. And I knew and I didn't. And I think I was mad at me because I knew better. Wow. And to make this big batch that <laughs> smells really good, but I can't sell it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I can use it. And then when I thought about it, I was like, but I can use it. It's not aesthetically pleasing. Like it will, it doesn't look like this, that, you know, cute and pretty, but the effect, it still works. So it's cute. just not pleasing. Not It's not pretty. Like what people call pretty, I guess. It's not, it, it's not what I actually wanted. And I've had a couple of those that it didn't, it didn't work. It didn't, a simple thing as making like, I make um the <laughs> I was making the air freshener stuff, wax melt, the, the wax freshener. And I cut up all my oranges. The simplest thing. You would think it's just big stuff, but it's the simplest thing that goes wrong that makes you like, uh-uh. If I can't do this, I I put the oranges, like I slice them, I put them in the oven mm-hmm. to get them dried out, dehydrate them. Mm-hmm. And I burnt them. Oh, oh. <laughs> she goes back the I burnt like they black. Oh. I don't, <laughs> I, no, like you something that you do over and over in your head. It was like, but this batch, I just finished one and it was perfect. And the next one went in, and somehow I forgot to change the the dial to put it to two hundred. And I had it at regular, like, 270, 375 or 350. I'm smelling the oranges smell so good in the house. And then... I know it did. I know yeah, it. But if I can't do the oranges, I can't do this. Because that's the simple thing. I can't do nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I honestly, like, with the soap, I cried tears. Mm-hmm. With the oranges, I just say, forget it. I'm not making nothing. And for, like, three days, I didn't do none. I stopped. I was like, oh. that's it. How did you pick can't. yourself back up though? Um <laughs> I guess I guess when you when you um constantly pray mm-hmm. and you you know no matter how low my moments will get and I and I pray I, I have my quiet times and stuff like that no matter how low I get just Sometimes it may be me reading um, a passage or, um, you know, reading a scripture or just praying or just listening to my gospel music or just something that gets me. It may be a simple thing. Like today, I was do, I should have done more, but I was just not in the mood. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, it was this, I was, it's funny, I was on TikTok, I was scrolling, like, I'm supposed to be doing something, and I'm not, but I was scrolling, but then this guy, when I scrolled, this guy came on, I don't even remember, I should have pressed it so I can remember to check, like, his page, but 
He said, um, how do you expect, he was doing a live, but I got to the, I got to the live just when he said these words, how do you expect to elevate, to move up, to do, you know, when you're sitting down and not doing what you're supposed to be doing? Mm. Hey, get out my head, sir. (laughs) No, for real. I'm like, wait. So little things like that will pick me up Uh will make me um remember my purpose make me remember and then I have to make the stuff for myself too because I have so much allergies to mainstream stuff Uh it's easier for me to just do it for me so I always have to remember first that I need I need soap to wash my body I need stuff for myself so Mm. that that picks me up that picks me up. But it's sometimes the simplest thing, as the man saying, you sitting there when you're supposed to be doing something and that elevate your life. Mm. Like, get up. I was like, okay, sir, I heard you. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no, but it was for me. What, you know, like when you go to church and they say, you take what's for you, mm-hmm. the message, the part that's yours, you take that part and you work on yourself with that part yeah True. that part was mine today so you got freaked up with tiktok <laughs> yeah i know a little the little things that it's it's always a little thing so it's a little thing okay so for the people that's listening what would be one free advice that you would give them if they may want to start a business or if they want to particularly go into retail? Um, someone that's maybe struggling with finding their purpose in life. Because as you mentioned, it was like a light bulb for you. Like, I'm already doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Now it's time to just put it out there. So what type of advice do you have for somebody to take away from this episode? Um to listen to your inner voice that's one and try your best like the doubt will be there it it doesn't you know the little voice that say oh you're not good enough or you're not you have to find a way to shut that down and like listen to find the the reason behind why you want to do what you're doing what you want to do as long as you have the reason behind it, the valid reason, not because, oh, I'm just going to do this because my neighbor does it, my friend does it, mm-hmm. this one does it, and she's doing good. No. The purpose. If if you if you are in doubt, always go back to the purpose, mm-hmm. the original purpose of why. Your why, and then start from there. Don't, if you have to write your why on the wall, like the board I have in my thing, write the why and always go back to the why and solely you can do it I love that so much because uh, I tell myself that all the time especially when I'm like uh I'm tired I'm taking a nap I'm like girl if you take a nap you're probably gonna miss out on somebody hearing something or celebrating another company or somebody want to be on a podcast or you know me consulting with my clients I may miss it because I'm up here procrastinating or I don't feel like doing it, don't have the energy or whatever the case may be. So when I sit there and think about my why, it reminds me like, girl, get your belt up and it gives me some energy. So thank you for sharing. That was good. 
Okay, so you have a long list of products that you have. Soap, butter, um, like you said, <laughs> fragrances, uh, air fresheners. I mean, you have a list of things. And I saw one of your tutorials where you do, uh, is it called DIY, do it yourself? Oh, DIY, yes. You have a bunch of those out there. I'm like, you're just creative, okay? <laughs> just creative. So tell the people all of your products, how to purchase your products, your handlers, and what's next for you and KJJ Golux. Um, thank you. I have, oh wow, it's as you say, it's a, it's a list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me start with the body butter. Let me start with the body butter because the soaps and the body butters were the original OGs. So and okay. So, <laughs> so okay. Um I have whipped um but like the light is the thing. I don't know if you can see it, but I'll send you some pictures. But that's the body butter, whipped body butter. That one is in champagne. And I have body polish, it's a body scrub. So I have that. It, yes. <laughs> yes, I have champagne. I have lip gloss. I have soaps. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, so the lotion fell. And somewhere back there, the lotion fell. And um, you can't make this <laughs> You cannot make this up. So this is the eczema soap. It comes in unscented. And I have one that has um, essential oil, tea tree essential oil. It has, um, it can be used on your face and body. So it has turmeric powder, um, activated charcoal, and it has moringa powder in there. So... That's the one for eczema. This one is just a regular beauty bar and it's scented with fragrance. And then this one is regular beauty and face bar, but this one is made with, um, it gets the color from rose clay. Mm -hmm. so no, let me see, what's the word? Um, not synthetic color. Mm -hmm. So this is um, rose clay. So that's how we got that color. And this one is unscented. I have um, a lot of stuff that's unscented. Okay. And um, maybe, like I said, I started with me first. And um, I have, I get really bad migraines. Mm -hmm. So crazy sense is not good for me. Always give me um it's a trigger of mine mm -hmm. so like me going into bath and body works <laughs> it this it's a lot it's a lot it's, i used to go there it's a lot i always the minute you get to the front no mm -hmm. but so i have a, most of my items are unscented and there's a few that have scent but it's very light nothing <laughs> over because you know i have to use it too and i make it and then I don't want to give someone a headache from getting too much off the scent. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and then I have this is turmeric, um, and honey. Mm -hmm. This one it has lemon, turmeric, and honey, and that's a body scrub. And I also I didn't forget the guys. I have beard oil for the guys oh, for the for the last I remember. Yeah, so that's for um the beard oil. And these the only thing I put preservative in is um my body scrubs mm -hmm. because water touching like in the shower and people may to prevent mold and I use um a natural um preservative is called Optifin. So you know my I I'm always um transparent with my customers mm -hmm. to let them know so they can make informed decision if that's what they want because you could always google to check you know stuff like that and um you still went the safe route so give yourself some props you still went the safe route yeah i did because there's a lot of stuff that i found out that we that that are in the products that you could you could do without but it still be effective mm -hmm. and found out that most of the stuff that you know, the synthetic stuff and um, that maybe are the stuff that we're allergic to, not the actual soap itself, what makes the soap, because it's basically um, shea butter. I use shea butter mm -hmm. and different oils like avocado oil. Mm -hmm. And um, I do have some soaps with, that, have co that I use coconut oil in. <laughs> but I do have some with that and I don't use a palm oil which is during my research I didn't feel like I needed to use that because I could get it with um, olive oil coconut oil I have shea butter and uh, castor oil and stuff like that mm. and it does work with those stuff so I don't have to put um, parabens and stuff in there because those just give it extra shelf life sometimes. Mm. And, and then when you're making it to get it cheaper is what I noticed. Like to make the product cheaper, you put those stuff in there so you can make a lot and then you can sell it cheaper. Mm -hmm. But to put the regular natural stuff in it, you can't sell it as cheap because. Yeah, so. That's, That's really good that she shared that because some people will ask for prices and I'm sure you received it. They'll ask for prices and be like, oh, you high. But it's like, you don't know what we're putting into our products. It'd be different if I was going the cheap route. I, would, you, would you want something for a dollar? <laughs> I know. Like, to get it, like, you can make it for cheaper. You mm -hmm. can make it for cheaper. But you would have to use the cheapest of the cheap stuff and most of those are the synthetic ones so the real ones are not the um the actual you know the the real thing they have to charge a lot and then for small businesses like us it's a little harder because we make in small batches mm -hmm. so when people compare you to like, oh, Dove selling for two dollars, why are you selling it for eight dollars? But Dove has a big factory. I don't. I'm in my kitchen. Right. So the the amount that you can make, because when you buy your um 
when you buy the stuff to make, like there's no way I could buy a whole jum of grapeseed oil. Mm-hmm. I have to buy a couple gallon, you know, that's what I could fit in my house. Right. So, so the more you buy, the more you buy from like your wholesale places, mm-hmm. the less it costs. The price, like the price is better, but the more. So the smaller amount you buy, it's more expensive. I can believe that. Because they that's only buy bulk. Mm-hmm. So when you buy bulk, it's a little cheaper, but where would you put it? You need a warehouse. You need um, a storage facility. You need a storefront. You need something. Mm-hmm. But when you're working out of your house or your garage or your basement, you can't pack all that to make. Unless you're making one item. Right. Because <laughs> you got multiple. You got multiple over there. Okay. I have, I have a lot. I have a lot. I have rules. <laughs> this is the face oil that I use on my face. I love that. You have beautiful skin. So oh, as you guys watch this, not only listen, but also go to YouTube. Because she is definitely showing what the product looks like um, as far as packaging and things of that nature. And if you look at her skin, she has a beautiful skin. Like she mentioned, she uses her own product on herself. So she's a freaking walking testimony herself. So <laughs> definitely make sure that y'all support. So tell them your website and Instagram, Facebook, YouTube channel. Talking about she shot. Oh my word. Okay. So <laughs> okay. Um, you can find me at www.kjjgoldluxe.com. Kjjgoldlux.com. And it's the same name for Instagram, kjjgoldlux. And on TikTok or Facebook, it's the same handle. The only handle that's different is my YouTube channel is KJJ Gold. (laughs) And that's my original name. When I started my business, I actually added the looks to that. So why did you just for a luxury and like a taste of luxury to it? Why did you add it? Okay, look at me be a spot on. <laughs> yeah, for just I want it because the K is Karen, my daughter is Jaquan, and my son is Jamal. So that's the J's mm-hmm. and um, Gold. So it was always KJJ Gold, mm-hmm. and I've had that name for years. And then when I started the business, I added Lux to it. That's it. Okay. So, <laughs> so it was named after the three of us. That's beautiful. All right. So we are towards the end of the conversation. Um, This segment is called Motivational Moment. It could be a quote, a Bible verse, anything that just sparks my eye. I bring it on the show. I read it. I say what I think about it. You share your thoughts. And it's a wrap from there. (laughs) And so today it is a quote. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. And that's by Sean Patrick Flannery. So when I first read this quote, I thought about this practice that I did. Shout out to Latrice Love. She has, um, it's a vegan lip line and she did a wellness summit. I think towards the end of the summit, we had to write, our future self had to write a letter to ourselves where we are now. And soon as I read that, I was thinking about the letter that I wrote myself. And it was pretty much encouraging words like, I'm going to go through some, you're going to go through some hard times. There's going to be some rough times. There's going to be doubts. There's going to be some 
I don't want to say failures, but there's going to be some hurdles that you're going to jump over. But at the end of the day, my future self was saying that it's all going to be worth it. And so when I read that, that's the thing that I was thinking of as far as that letter is because there's a purpose for everything that we do in life. That's why I'm so strategic and I'm being more intentional on how I move. So when I do look back, I can say, okay, that was a lesson that I learned, or that was a really good, you know, a deal that I made, or that was, for an example, a good person that I was able to network with and learn with and things of that nature. And so those moments where I do look back, I can say, you did really good. Like that journey was for a certain purpose. You reached that destination. Now you're on to the next destination and things of that nature. And so when I read that, I was just thinking, what can I do now to prepare myself for the future? So what about you? What are your thoughts about that quote? Well, I love that. That quote is, that's good. Um, For me, like my future self looking back to the now, I think um, I would tell myself to focus on the task that, you know, when I have a t-shirt, let me go to that t-shirt. I purchased it from another small business owner. And the minute I saw the t-shirt, I say, yeah, that's me. It's saying, um, like, it's re- remember what you pray for. Mm-hmm. So, like, the things that I prayed for and that are coming through, I want to always tell myself, be grateful mm-hmm. for the things that you prayed for that you received. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always, always. That's so good. And I just love your prayer box. That just just really filled me up. I need to make more. I need to make more. I've I've made some and I I really do need to make some more. It just filled me up when you were talking about that. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to make me a prayer box. Because it it reminds you as far as being gratitude and being obedient. And then when you look at it to say, wow, God, you blessed me with that. It's because I was being obedient, you know? You told me to do this and I did it. And I was being faithful to knowing that everything will be okay. All my needs will be met as long as I follow you. And so as you were talking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) that was just so beautiful. But that's the end of the conversation today. Did you have any last nuggets that you wanted to share? Anything that you feel like I may have forgot about? Um. First of all, thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, um, just, you know, when you're in school and they say follow your dreams, mm-hmm. we're, we always look at it like, yeah, but um, I just wanted to say to all your listeners to listen to that inner voice. Take a second to focus on your inner voice and be true to yourself first and it will all fall into place. Beautiful. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Karen, for coming through today. I want to thank you guys and gals for listening to another episode of What's Good Podcast. If you're listening to this morning, noon, evening, or night, have a great one and we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. 
You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.